0: All right, everybody, you are listening to Bloomberg Radio. Bloomberg Markets, Carol Masser, Corey Johnson at Pershing Insight 2017 in San Diego. Uh, I came across some information. The White House, under President Obama, estimated that Americans lose $17 billion a year to conflicts of interest among financial advisors. Wall Street lobbying groups dispute that math. Some say, though, maybe the amount is even higher. And this has to play into... The Fiduciary Rule, and that rule, of course, advisors being required to put clients first when handling retirement accounts, uh, and of course, that's where the bulk of everyday Americans' savings reside. We want to talk a little bit about, though, the uh, Fiduciary Rule. With us is Rob Cerati. He's Managing Director, Head of Retirement Investment Solutions solutions for Pershing, of course, a B&Y mill and company with us at the Pershing 2017 in San Diego. I brought up the fiduciary rule with a financial advisor who's a friend of mine. And, boy, did we have a discussion. Oh, very interesting. (laughs) Talk to us a little bit about this and what you're hearing from the folks who are gathered here who who have to deal with this.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, first of all, I think it's a big inflection point for the industry. Um, this regulation is uh, going to be very impactful, not only in terms of what it will do as a rule itself, uh, but also in terms of the debate and the dialogue and the discussion that it has created uh, about whether this is the right way to go about a higher standard of care for investors or whether there's a better way to do that. So whether the numbers are being disputed in terms of what those losses are or not, right, it has certainly sparked uh, a lot of conversation and a lot of back and forth about how the industry can serve in- investors better.
2: It, it, it's interesting to listen to uh, – how can I say this nicely about our fellow members of the media? Non-financial press talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um, it, is, it is it is tinged with this uh, disregard for the financial industry. And mm-hmm. can you believe these crooks want to be able to sell whatever they want to do things against their clients' interests? Um, at, at, I, I listened to a radio report the other day on, on uh, public radio, and it was just – they just – it was it wasn't wrong – But it it wasn't nuanced in any way. And and I think that that's an important thing for the financial industry to consider, that that 2008 wasn't too long ago. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people think that something wrong happened there. It was was done to them by the financial industry. And that's part of the backdrop here.
1: Yeah, I I think it very much is. In fact, uh, if you go back, this rule actually first came about in 2010. uh, And it took a few different iterations before it came to be. And so, uh, you know, the prior administration worked long and hard at how that would look and how it would change. And I think that's the debate that's going on. Which is, what is the right way to approach this? What's the middle ground, right? Um, Certainly, there are bad actors in the industry, as there are in any industry, Um, and so we as an industry want to weed that out and and ferret that out of the industry by all means. Um, And so the question is just, um, is is this rulemaking the, the best approach? Um, does it have unintended consequences? And I think that's been at the heart of the debate for the industry.
0: My friend, the financial advisor, Dave, uh, without giving too much away, you know, he said, you know, you're just adding fees. You're making this more cumbersome for us to do our job. And he said the bad guys do get weeded out. I mean, he was, he was pretty uh, animated when we, we had this discussion. Um, how do we make sure, though, that investment decisions are made in clients' best interest? Because there are bad folks out
1: there. There are. So look, at the heart of the rule, one of the things they're trying to do is make things more transparent. Unfortunately, right, financial services and investing can sometimes be complicated. And so giving investors more information, in my view, is not always necessarily as helpful as one might think it is.
0: We've all read those documents with tons of information, and most people then don't read it because it's just too cumbersome.
1: Exactly. I can't remember the last time I read through all that fine print in my own investments, right? right? Just take a credit Uh, card. Exactly. Um, So I I think what's most important is that uh, we need to get to a point where investors understand the nature of the relationship that they have with their advisor, right? And so giving them what they need to ask the right questions um, to understand when and where uh, an advisor is acting in their best interest and acting with the fiduciary standard of care versus selling them a product. Um, And I think understanding... um, how we can help investors ask those right questions because if you understand the nature of the relationship and you understand how that investor that advisor gets paid you can, you can dig in as deep as you want to go, and maybe you want to go deeper and maybe you don't.
0: It often makes me wonder if, I don't know, maybe I'm being too simplistic, but education, and I feel like it should start with kids and understanding because I think people aren't going to have pensions. They're going to have to be managing their retirement, I think, more and more as we move forward, that why don't we start kind of an education process really early? Uh,
1: we think financial literacy is hugely important, and as you point out, it, starts, uh, at, you know, it can start and should start at a, at a very early age. In fact, at Pershing, we have a uh, a group of millennials who have helped coordinate um, some programs where we have gone back um, as individuals and gone back into high schools um, to essentially sponsor financial literacy curriculum. Mm -hmm. Um, And so to your point, right, we take that very seriously because as an industry, we want to bring better people into the industry. We need more smart bright ethical upstanding individuals who understand uh you know and have a passion for the industry and so you know starting at that early age and there's going to be a huge need to recruit talent into the industry because there's an imbalance between the need for advice the demand for advice and Mm -hmm. ultimately the supply and so i think starting at a very young young age i think is very important and i think we're trying to do what we can in our part if you will to, to help that along well, well uh,
2: it's certainly um, interesting times in this business, so young yeah. people getting involved will have plenty, <laughs> plenty to do well, you, can't,
0: you can't ask challenges. a smart question unless you're educated.
1: Yes, that's exactly right.
2: Roddy, Managing Director and Head of Retirement Investment Solutions for Pershing. Uh, glad to have you on. Good to see you. Well, you've been listening to Bloomberg Markets and Bloomberg Radio. We have been here in San Diego, and the good news is we get to stay in San Diego another day tomorrow.
0: We do. Pershing Insight 2017 at the Manchester Hyatt in San Diego continues. Carol Masser, Corey Johnson, San Diego. Bloomberg Radio.